0: Hello, everyone. It's Brian Underwood. Uh, just want to tell each and every one of you. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Uh, definitely love all of the reviews. Uh, let us know if there's something that you specifically want to see. We're really excited about today's podcast. Um, it is with Miss Jess King who uh, a lot of you uh, might know her. She is one of the talents that makes up the brand Peloton. Uh, she's a Peloton instructor, but she was also a finalist on season four of the hit TV show, So You Think You Can Dance. And uh, she has incredible charisma, uh, incredible Wisdom from not only all of her triumphs, but I think more importantly, the tribulations that she's uh, gone through. And one of the exciting things about this conversation is uh, we have learned that she also likes to do stand up comedy. Uh, So hopefully, you get a lot of value out of this. Uh, You know, and if you're a fan of Jess King's, please make sure you hit her up and let her know uh, that you heard her on the BU with BU podcast. Hope you enjoy. A couple of things that I want to talk about. Is number one is I think just kind of tell your story like you know uh, a lot of people know you from being a Peloton instructor I love the Peloton brand Um, just because of uh, the experience I'm big I'm a big believer that I even think right now more than ever that future brands are going to make a major impact it's all going to be based on the experience and for me the experience like um, you know whenever I first learned about the Peloton brand uh, was, I was amazed by the talent, which is you, right? Uh, Because that's what creates, that's what creates the brand. It's not the freaking hardware of the bike. Um, and I think we're going to see more and more of that, you know, kind of like what CrossFit did. CrossFit made it cool to have group fitness or group dynamics. Like, I don't think CrossFit style of working out is great for everyone, but there became this whole social movement behind it. Um, which I think people are going to, be yearning for more than now than ever. And I think, uh, you know, one of the things that I would love to know just personally is like, how did you end up where you're at? I know that you love dancing and you love, uh, uh, mixing it up a little bit. And I know that that was a passion of yours. So how did you go from like, you know, your passion of dancing into group fitness or cycling?
1: Yeah. It's a very interesting question. You mentioned a lot of fascinating components of, the Peloton, of Peloton, one of them is that what John Foley did was shift the focus to saying, okay, we're going to take a collection of elite instructors, performers, motivators, individuals, and rather than have tons of instructors that we, you know, move around, what we're going to do is we're going to create a community with a select and, and that's really what has transpired is the experience you're speaking to is now in the hands of the community. So what you feel on the bike or when you're running on the tread or when you're connecting, especially into a live experience with Peloton, it's that shared moment of being there in real time and going through something together. But what makes it exciting and what makes Peloton what it is today is the community and what happens after that moment on the platform when they take it to other social platforms and continue the conversation they meet in in their neighborhoods or they rally around you know area codes and gather they come to the city when it's possible and meet each other and connect so it, it has a real heartbeat to it um that we now as as instructors as the talent as you say are just grateful to be a part of it at this point um so it's it's a constant collaborative conversation with the member to the experience and i think what makes m- maybe choosing me or working out with me a different kind of experience is the background that I bring. I have um, a performance pedigree, if you will, coming from a reality TV show on, so you think you can dance and then the really beautiful abundant career that came from that being on Cirque du Soleil. And um, well, it was called, it's called Le Rev. It's Le Rev and it's production by Franco Dragon to be accurate. But when people say, well, what was it? It was a Cirque style, show Um, and so coming from this like high performance high competitive background having a creative mindset and also being an athlete because dance is a sport um, it really it really I bring all of that to the bike with me now the crossover happened when I moved to New York and I was in a really um, I would I would say a dark place for two years I took a hard left on the path that i knew to be true for myself and when i ended up on a friend of a friend's doorstep with twenty dollars and my dog and a suitcase like hey my friend said i could stay here i had one opportunity that had come across my you know radar and that was Pedalton. that's what um that's how it he pitched it to me Pedalton, um and i soon learned was peloton and my producer and the show that I was in was like, Hey, there's this thing, it's spinning. I think you'd be great at it. I had never even taken a spin class before. Um, the company hadn't really even been born just yet. They were still beta testing the product. Um, Classes were being held inside of a makeshift black box curtain um, cut out in the corner of the office kind of thing. I mean, really, really grassroots kind of like startup. And um, I I resisted at first because, you know, I was very adamant that A, I would not turn into my mother, who is... um, a personal trainer, a bodybuilder, a motivator uh, gave me the gift and the love of fitness and movement. Um, but I resisted that for so so long. Well, I'm a dancer. I'm an artist, you know. And um, then I was like, "Yeah, but you're really broke right now. Like, <laughs> like this is an opportunity." And I had promised myself a year of yes. So I said yes, yes, I'll take this meeting. Yes, I'm gonna say. Uh, yes to this unknown, even though I'm resisting it. But then then I learned about the vision. I met John Foley. I got on the bike. I took a class. Um, I felt deeply moved. I felt deeply called and nothing in my life made sense. But this light, this Peloton light, it made sense. And so I just, I just leaned into it.
0: Well, that's awesome. I, I'll give you a, uh, a little um, unknown fact about me that most people don't know,
1: oh. um, but uh,
0: it was funny when I was in college towards the end, I played basketball through college. And then after college took a couple years, chased some business, had some ups and downs and went back to finish my degree. And when I went back, you know, I was spending like four or five hours in the gym, right? Like, cause that's just keep my mind active. And so I started taking a spin class mm-hmm. there because there's a lot of pretty girls, to be honest with you. And uh, it was like the best way to do cardio. And um, and so then I just kind of got in the class and I went, I got certified. It was Johnny G spin. Johnny G was like, it was, that was like the foundation of spin class. I'm telling you, look it up. Johnny G was the very first spin bike. And um, people say, oh, what well, did you teach? I said, no, after I got certified, I was kind of over it. I never taught one class, but I had fun doing it. So, um, but no, it's neat. And it's, it's really cool to see. Uh, your passion, your energy, um, come out on the bike. I've, I've taken a couple of your classes. Uh, number one, I want to hear more about like how you got into dance. And one of the tools that we use at like some of our events, a good friend of mine, is, a guy's name is uh, Joseph McClendon III. And he has what he calls astitude, which is a, a snap technique. So if someone's feeling down, he tells them to get up and shake their ass and they'll immediately feel ba- better, right? Because the movement, the, the physiology, um, and that just – that. I think that rings so true, Um, but one of the things that we teach at um, our events is like for people to define themselves, and we call them I am statements, and I came across uh, a quote of yours, and it says, I am the magma from the earth's core that ignites the fire of transformation in myself and others, which I thought was cool, so uh, I'd love to hear kind of like what that means to you.
1: Okay, so what you just read off to me, um, I am the magma of the earth's core that ignites the fire of transformation in myself and others. That is my was, and it still rings incredibly true for me, life's purpose statement. Um, Every day I seek to learn, grow, essentially transform uh, physically, mentally, spiritually. And so by doing it for myself, I inherently do it for others. That is fundamentally what hopefully everyone's life purpose should do. It it satisfies your deep passions, callings, yearnings, but ultimately by doing so, you therefore become of service to the world. And that's, that's, that's the cycle that I'm in right now. That's the give, that's the receive. In that, anytime I get on the on the bike or I'm I'm moving in front of an audience or with a client or with with someone, um, it is definitely feeding this deep deep love I have in my own skin for movement, for the practice of it, for the feeling of it. For just the love I have and the deep belief that movement will heal you, that it will shift that vibration, no matter what it is, that stagnation and elevate you, bring you to a higher state of being, a higher state of consciousness, a higher vibration in your body, where when things are vibrating rapidly, you can then ascend, you can then shift your level of joy, your vitality, your life force. You can then really essentially be in a collaborative, co-active conversation with your life, uh, with your creator at all times. And that's, I, I, I hope that I bring that mindfulness to my practice as much as possible every single day. And that by doing so to honor myself, my, my life, um, I do, it honors others and it, it, it it is in service of others. And I find that to be very true. A lot of people describe me, um, as being vulnerable and it's, it's an authentic and real and raw. And it's just in my being who I already am that gives that permission and that space for others to do the same to just feel a little bit more free, more expressed, safer in their body, maybe turn that conversation of um, anger or shame or discomfort or however you speak to yourself that isn't from love and just have a moment where you're like, damn, I'm cool. Like be your own best friend. And um, I, I'm i doing that in myself and in my own practice and I do it in front of other people. And so that's kind of what that means by igniting. And and also I'm very fiery and I'm hot and um, just my energy is, is, is bright and big. So that's where that magma is. And I, and I do feel like it's, it's deep inside of me. And this isn't like just uh, you know, some sparkly outfit that I put on that this fire is ancient and it's it's deep, um, so that's why it's like magma from the earth's core. And yeah, I use that that energy to 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 light myself up every single day, um, in uh, no matter what the extreme might be. And and I do that to deeply understand, heal, and love myself, but also so that when I do it for others, it comes from a place of experience to bring yeah. it. back.
0: I think it's so important for people to to hear. You know, is is we're all the same, right? We all have similar fears. We all go through different trials and tribulations. We're all having a different fight. And through life, we either find someone that's a mentor, someone that inspires us, or we gain a new level of awareness. And I think so many people they're seeking the answers, and they feel like that they have to become someone else to be happy. Um, but if they just like look inward, um, you know that they just have to become more of who they are, or have the courage to be who they are. And and it's okay, you know, and it's okay to um, to go through that process. And I think that everyone that I've ever met, that's, um, that's had success or fulfillment, or they're happy, uh, they've all gone through trials and tribulations and that's given them perspective. I, I say this quite a bit, that, uh, you have to have polarity in order to appreciate the yin and the yang of life, right? The both, both sides of it. And I, I think that's, I, I loved your, I am statement. And the reason for that is because I, I truly believe that, uh, What inspires other people? Inspiration lasts forever, but it's because they see a piece of themselves in you. Does that make sense? That's how we recognize that something's great is we recognize something's great because we can identify it within ourselves. So when we see somebody that's overcoming to become, or we see someone that's a bright light, like you said, on the bike and, and fired up, people can associate because there's a part of them that is just like you from that perspective. So- Um, So speaking of that, what, what are some things that inspire you or what are some people that have inspired you um, or some moments even uh, that you attribute in looking back to uh, have helped you in this process of becoming a more powerful you?
1: It's important to note that having a team, knowing that you have other people who are rooting for you. Um, is really important. And I think that is something to note because I didn't get here. I didn't get to a life's purpose statement. I didn't get to this relationship with myself or with my body alone. And I hope that I can be, as being an instructor at Peloton, I get to be part of millions of people's team, right? I'm in their home, I'm in their heart and I'm definitely rooting for them. So I think that is another piece of this, that yes, it's relatable, but maybe, maybe it's not, maybe it's just aspirational or exotic and interesting, but underneath of whatever it looks like, that feeling that, yes, we all are the same. It's like, I'm looking right through you and I'm saying, I'm here with you no matter what. And so that feels important to
0: note, um, and that's that's important I think for other people to hear because sometimes um, we get caught up in our own lives. I know I have, and and you know my, yeah. my my tenure so to speak. And sometimes um, it, it took a defining moment for me to realize that the exception on Earth is to be loved and to have that foundational support of people like my dad telling me be positive and confident in all you do or you're my pride and joy i love you um you know but but that's not the rule for all the people in the world and i think that uh what you said is huge is that uh you know
1: well here let me give you some perspective i and and granted i realize how incredibly privileged i am and how fortunate and blessed i am to have the resources and the means and the accessibility to these people Um, so i have a therapist that i work with she is a master healer she is um, a shamanic energy healer so and and also works in the modalities of therapy so depending on where I am or what landscape needs loving, right? I'm like, I just got to talk this out. I'm like stuck. I got this like limiting belief or this perspective that is not serving me or anyone. I need to talk it out. And sometimes I'm like walk in the door and I'm like, fear is in my body. I can feel it. I'm vibrating. And she's just like, lie down, you know? So there's, that's what works for me. I think everyone should have a therapist, I wish the stigma around therapy would just vanish and we could all just take that time and create that space to just hear what we're saying. I mean, I believe in it so much that the moment I got hired at Peloton, I realized very quickly that I wanted to develop and learn what the language was and the vocabulary was to actually influence transformation because in my relationships, starting with my father, moving through every boyfriend I ever had, or even friendships, I, I know how to fix them. I know what's wrong. You know, and yes, my, my insight, my intuition around it, generally accurate. However, telling someone to do, giving someone your opinion, you know, prescribing um, a solution to someone, it just never worked, even though I may have been correct, or my intention was good. It just didn't work. So I realized I wanted to, what is the language to do this when I have this deep, deep calling desire to help people? So I became a life coach. I got certified through CTI, which is the coaches training Institute. It was a year long certification process. So it wasn't one of those like, Oh, I just went on the website and got certified over the weekend. Like I'm telling you, this was 200 hours, huge investment of Time and energy, and deeply, deeply worth it. It radically changed my life. It changed my ability to communicate in my personal work in every relationship. Um, It taught me how to listen, how to be an observer. Um, And it just blew open a portal for myself. And I have since then created a life coaching practice. Um, a transformation practice where we work with clients one-on-one. They get a team. They have a life coach. They have a nutritionist. They have a trainer. I also have a personal trainer, even though I am one myself. I don't want to work myself out. I don't want to design my own workouts. I want to feel the way everybody else does when they work out with me. So I have a trainer. I have somebody that preps and cooks for me my meals, um, on top of an incredible partner who also can trip, preps and cooks and takes care of me in the most insane, beautiful way
0: and sings um,
1: and sings. And she's hot. Like I won all the, all the lotteries. Um, sorry, there's a name that's going by. So I, I just, I definitely could not do what I do and, um, without my team, I wouldn't be where I am. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be well, honestly, of mind body. Um, so, so with that being said, just if you can, if, if i mean, if anybody's listening out there, you know, get a team, if that's one person just to keep you accountable, maybe you start like a mastermind group where you guys have like accountability around the projects you're working on or your goals. But ultimately if you want to, I mean, you're into personal development. You're constantly growing your mind, your business, your teams, you're a leader. I mean, could you do it all by yourself? No. Would you? (laughs)
0: Um, Well, I I mean, I don't think anyone can do it alone. I always say this, that a turtle doesn't get to the top of a fence fence by itself. And even if you could, it would be very lonely, right? Um, It'd be very lonely. And I'm, I'm a big believer in the power of peer group, um, you know, you become who you hang around most, you become what you think about the most. And, um, you know, I think it's important, like you said, to surround yourself with people that have your best interests. And to me, there's two types of, of individuals. There's people that can coach you. And I think a lot of people can coach you. Um, but then there's other people that can help guide you, uh, as a mentor, uh, meaning that they've walked down a path that you want to walk through. So they have different perspective or wisdom mm-hmm. because they've gone there. There's a difference to me in a coach and a mentor. Right. Um, but I think it's important that everyone, they have to find that team. And I think that when you look back three or five years down the road, when you look back, you're going to become the median or the average of those people that you listen to and surrounded yourself with the most. Um, you know, and I think they've actually done studies where it's, it's almost even a scientific principle. Um, you know, so it's, it's kind of kind of cool. So so you. um So what about now? Where is, where is your passion for the future? Like, what is your goals? What are you looking to conquer next? What is your vision for yourself in the next five years, 10 years, whatever?
1: Oh, wow. Um, I've been at Peloton for six years and I still have the same hunger and curiosity and energy for, for, for being a part of this team and being invested in the innovation of where we're going next. Um, so I definitely see myself still at Peloton. I, I very much love, it's not obvious. I very much love, love what I do and love being, being a part of this community and this brand and, um, what we've been able to accomplish in such a short amount of time, aside of the numbers, just speaking to the the transformation that's happened in our community, the hearts we've been able to hold, the, 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 the way we've been able to heal and help millions of people. That is what inspires me. And if, if I have an opportunity to do that, that's where I'm going to be. So whether it's the Peloton platform, which that's what I see right now, I also see myself going on a comedy tour. <laughs> I, I, um, I, I hosted a stand-up comedy show this fall, just on a whim. I was like, I'm just going to rent out uh, this comedy club in New York and just see what happens. And I saw I sold like a hundred tickets, and it ended up being a blast. And it was the first time I had felt what I'm used to feeling on stage without having to exert my body that was a I mean first time in my life I've been
0: you're a comedian did you did you do stand up
1: I did stand up yeah I did a whole hour set Um, I don't know if it was good everybody was laughing I I really enjoyed myself I mean I'm sure it was terrible it was my first one just like I look back at my first ride ever at Peloton. I'm like, I don't even know how I got this gig, you know? So I'm I'm sure it was terrible, but, um, the feeling was there that, wow, I I feel what I want to feel on stage. I feel that freedom. And I find it very interesting that I found something where I, I feel that that is, um, not in the physicality, you know?
0: Right. So, no, well, you got to, you got to post some, uh, do you have video of it?
1: Uh, yeah, I do. Oh, come uh, on. You got to put it out there. That fun. I said the F word so many times. I'm like, it must've been like a nervous thing. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I will like clip out some bits. Cause it, it was, I thought it was pretty good.
0: That's awesome.
1: Yeah. Red flags and resets. So basically I take you through my lap, my, these three boyfriends, that I ignored all the red flags and how I, how I fell down and how I got back up. That was the theme.
0: That's awesome. That's <laughs> good. That's I want to hear it. You got to. You got to break out the video. That would be awesome.
1: People yeah. would love it. Just, And you need it, to leave the
0: fuck in there. Look, everybody says it, especially I,
1: uh, I, it's more like, okay, cool. I would rather than going back to that one. I just, I want to do a new one. I want to, you know, let's, do something new. So both, I'll, I'll give you a little taste of that.
0: And then um, do a little survey ask people, should I do more of this? Yeah. (laughs) Love it. I'd love to hear it. So um, one of the things like, you know, and you've touched on it here is like you've arrived where you've arrived because of people, your team. um, And and because of of opportunities, both uh, that have worked out for you. And I know some that haven't, I don't know which ones those are. But um, I'd love for you to kind of talk about some of the learning lessons that you learned in your pursuit of like becoming, you know, finding your opportunity or finding your light. I know that you're passionate about dance and, and you're on um, the reality show. So you think you can dance. And I think that uh, you got injured during that process. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I know that that had to be like a an opportunity for you to talk to yourself because that had to be. um let down a little bit or a
1: oh, let's call it what it is the most traumatic experience of my whole life. Yes, <laughs> yes, definitely. I mean, I didn't realize it at the time. You know, I, I had a lot invested in um, my So You Think You Can Dance experience. I had auditioned season three, made it to Vegas, made it halfway through Vegas, got cut just before the end, and I Went home and was like, okay, I know exactly what I need to do so that I can get on next season. So I spent the whole year not just training my body, training new forms of dance, um, but also training my mind. I got my hands on the secret and really just used it, used it. And when I tell you it works. (laughs) Uh, it, you know, that mindset, that belief, that um, shift in focus to the desire versus the fear component was, was a radical thing for me. And so I just went for it. You know, I went for it, and it was unbelievable how that process worked out. It just felt like doors kept boom, 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 opening and um, landed on the show. Then when I got on the show, it was incredibly tough. I was like, oh wow, I really don't know what I'm doing. I am actually the girl from the South who, you know, I would, everybody's like, oh, this so-and-so from this town and this town. No, so many of them already had been in LA, had been working dancers, knew one another. And I was like, oh my gosh, I, I just had a lot of growing to do professionally. Um, And so there was things that weren't adding up for me, like physically I started to break down, I think, because I, I was allowing the pressure and the stress of being on a show like that in my body in, um, so my ribs broke and I, I made it to the top 10 and then I couldn't compete anymore. I remember I was, I was, my ribs had been broken by the way, they had been broken for weeks and I was just like whatever. Like, um, it hurts, but like, I, I'm not quitting. And finally we had just switched partners and I was working with Twitch and we were doing this like big lift or whatever where like my back had to be on his back. And I just fell like a bag of bones to the floor and he scooped me up and he took me and was like, she's broken. And he basically, you know, told on me. And from, from there, they're like, there's no way, there's no way you're going to continue. Um, So I had to back out. I healed. I went on tour. I was 24, so I didn't have a team. I didn't have a therapist. I didn't have a mentor, or um, I didn't even know that I could talk to somebody about how I was feeling. You know, I just kind of tried to figure it out and um, went on a really wild ride for the next 10 years. In terms of (sighs) the one thing I did know how to do was. uh, I guess succeed at dance, right? Like I just knew like how to be successful in, in that, in a career setting. I was good at school. I've been dancing since I was three. So these like routines and conditioning of how to be successful, right? Just show up to class patterns and discipline all just kind of did its thing amidst the chaos of how I was feeling the trauma, the shame, the shame. I mean, I had so much shame around failing on that TV show. It, nobody else would look at me and say that that's what happened, but that's what my experience of it was. So I didn't really have the language or the understanding that there was another way and that needed to heal. Right. So it took a while to, to get to that point. Um, so I guess the things, the learnings that happened more, to, to land me here at Peloton now, or, um, you know, in a place where I'm, I'm functional and healthy in my relationships and in my life that it it really, I spiraled in my personal relationships. I spiraled in my romantic relationships. I moved, I was in Vegas in a show, very successful show. I was the lead right in this, in this crazy 90 person cast a water show I was doing costume changes underwater flying doing 30 foot drops in the air flying out 90 feet into an oculus like exiting what through la i I've been there. I've seen that yeah 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 it's crazy show so like somehow I always had the anchor of the stage in my life I could always find a stage whether it was on camera and a tv show you know live performance uh theater, it doesn't matter. I could get on a stage but what I couldn't do was, was maintain a healthy relationship was, was be kind to myself or love myself. So, you know, just constantly spiraling, but, but that feeds the art. So I was cool with it. I was like, I'll just be this like crazy person and just (laughs) always find the stage, you know? (laughs) And then it was when I, ended up with $20 in New York city. And I had really taken a dark path. I had been dating. Um, it was a very abusive relationship, lots of drugs, lots of alcohol involved, no dancing, no performing, no working. Um, yeah. Dark night of the soul indeed, you know, that I was like, all right, it's time to learn how to love myself. What do I do?
0: <laughs> yeah. And mm. the universe or the world kind of puts us in a position to where that, that is our only way out, right? Is If we're going to find a way out is is to look within. And so, well, we're glad that you found yourself because uh, you're awesome. I can't tell you how many people that uh, are just kind of within our community and uh, with our company and brand that they absolutely love you. And um, so it, it's, it's really cool to see you excelling and touching people's lives. And I know for a fact, there's people that you inspire every day that are friends of mine. And I think it's just really cool how, Uh, we connected. So I'm very privileged and honored for, you know, I don't believe there's any coincidences in the world. Um, You know, I don't try to put my finger on it. I just kind of go with it. And I think, um, you know, in closing, um, leaving some everybody with something Uh, we've been talking during right now, uh, a time where people are uncertain or people are confined to the, the four walls of their, their home, as you said earlier, um, but kind of, uh, if you don't mind to share with everybody, a couple, uh, hacks or a couple tips or a couple things that you do, um, to put yourself in, in a great state for the day, um, you know, or, or what are some things that you do to, to create energy and, uh, right now as we're kind of going through this time.
1: Yeah, it's really simple. Just move. I could talk in circles. All of them will lead me back to that. I believe in the power of movement so deeply so profoundly if you don't know what to do next if you feel a kind of way if you want to celebrate if you are bored if you feel stuck if you're searching for answers all of all of that will be found on the other side of movement or within it yeah so it, and it also doesn't matter how you move. I just bought a mini tramp. That's awesome. Because, because I, I just. It up there. Yeah, right? Here, like, get, a lot
0: of times before I get on a call, I'll just jump. Get your robotics going. It gets everything
1: going. Like, you can't, you know, I also have, I have the fortunate privilege of having a Peloton bike. I have a Peloton tread. You know, the app right now, the Peloton app is free. Do you free. like
0: the treadmill, by the way?
1: Oh, my gosh, I love it.
0: I haven't ever been on it. I bought one for all the staff, but I haven't been on it yet. So. Okay,
1: how are you going to say that to my face? Don't yell.
0: At me. Don't yell at me. I don't have to. Tell
1: <laughs> I love this treadmill so much um, that anytime I get on one that is not, I'm like, I don't even know what to do here. Um, it's beautiful. It is a beautiful, beautiful thing. So, But the app is also free for 90 days, and we just launched Dance Cardio. So if you want to actually dance with me, you can do that now i'm so excited to be part of that team and, and bring my entire life's experience to the peloton platform um through some dance cardio so that is really exciting and well, check
0: that out you know TikTok is like going off right now i
1: mean yeah so do a TikTok, right do 10 push-ups move your body um the other thing that i would i would say to to do Uh, if you are sharing space with someone is to overly communicate, um, and really try and get a sense and understanding of what that person's, what your partner's needs and wants are for the day where they're going to need space for themselves, when they're going to be able to come together and contribute to the, to the home or to you in any way. So, um, you know, I say this in, in life in general, just overly communicate, be a blurter, like blunt, just like say what is true for you, what your needs are. Um, but especially like this, you know, we really want to be mindful and respectful of what what the people in our homes are going through and making sure that we too have set boundaries around what we need whether it's a 30 minutes, you can get a workout in, or maybe you want to sit and read this thing without being interrupted, or you have a block of time where you're working or creating. um, And then one of the times you can come together, that's been really, really helpful in our home.
0: No, I think that's huge. I mean, I'm I'm sitting here taking mental notes that uh, we need to do more of that, especially, you know, when we first quarantine, we had uh, someone that's on our staff that was staying. uh, We have a, property at Disney. It's at Four Seasons. So the Four Seasons is right across the street. It's actually connected. And so they were staying there because I thought it'd be two weeks. We could get some work done. And they have uh, uh, four kids and then we have three. And, um, and then they shut all of Orlando down. So they shut the Four Seasons down. So we have like this like, guest room and we're like, well, the kids can buck up. Just come over, be a week. We'll make it fun. And so it was literally four adults, seven kids and five dogs in the house. And I mean, I have this noise sensitivity thing and, um, and it took a lot of patience, but I did take mental note because even just at home with the family, just with wife and kids, like it's, you know, it gets taxing. Um, and so that's, that's an awesome suggestion and movement. Um, I literally just did a podcast on if you're feeling stuck, what do you have to do? And one of the things I talked about, there was a Harvard experience, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with this. There's a Harvard uh, researcher that did all this research on the power of posing, and then if you add movement to it, it even accelerates it. But they found that just they, she called it a, a superhero pose, or if you pose for over two minutes, like a strong strength pose, like you know, get grounded and stand your most powerful self, that like it increases dopamine, serotonin, testosterone, right, by like thirty percent.
1: Wow. And,
0: um, I have a good friend that is big, big, big on physiology. Um, but if you add physiology and movement to it, you know, it spikes it even more than that. So it's not even, you know, what you just said about movement. It's not even just theory. It's literally scientifically proven. I
1: mean, yeah. Come on. That's not news at this point, y'all. Like definitely it's, it's science. It's driven by science It's driven by truth. Um, <laughs> Yeah. I I just, I'm so fascinated the conversation that happens within myself every single time I move that, you know, I I just long for other people to be in the experience of their own bodies, at least a little bit during the day. Um, And if if you're not doing it for how you feel right now, like think about things like your hormones, um, which is really what we all should be focusing on in terms of, Wanting to feel good and wanting our body to work well. And also in, in terms of prevention and aging um, and lo- and looking at it from like a timely perspective. We really want to increase and boost our testosterone. We want, even as women, we want that. Um, we We need healthy, healthy stresses on the body so that it stays in the production of those hormones and creates those chemical reactions. So yes, very, I could nerd out all day about why to move, but ultimately you will feel better.
0: That's, and that's what everybody wants. Everybody wants to feel better, right? Everybody wants a little better in their life. So listen, if you all haven't had an opportunity to check out uh, Jess King, check her out. She just told you how you can dance with her. Yeah. Uh, Go dance with her, download the Peloton app, uh, take a ride. Uh, or do the I didn't know even know that they did the dancing thing yeah so that out
1: there's so uh, much we have yoga meditation there's even um, family programming so there's like PE for kids um really really body weight cardio you really don't need uh any hardware to be part of this community and get moving with us so
0: that's awesome and then uh, if they want to follow you personally um your instagram is
1: Jess King NYC
0: NYC New York City well I appreciate your time. Thank you for hanging out a little bit and um, be safe there in the city. Yep. And um, we're going to be following you. I'm going to download that app. I'm going to check it out. We're actually doing right now with our company, um, we're doing uh, uh, Kids Pursuing Better at home. So every day we do an hour dedicated, like whether it's a school teacher that's part of our community or someone that's uh, sometimes we have special guests. Like I think I told you before, Mark Bellis is a good friend of mine. So he just, he's getting into him and uh, his wife just dropped a new album, I think on the 26th, but uh, he's doing like a music class for them. Like just some fun stuff. Right. So yeah. I think, I think that's what's kind of cool about what we're, what we're going through right now is I do think that a sense of values that might've been lost or like reconnecting with people. And that is, time spent you know with our loved ones and and stuff like that so um well that's awesome so um i'll get you a copy of this i hope it was okay for you uh
1: yeah for sure i have a blast anytime i have an opportunity to talk about why i love moving or you know a, a little bit about my story In hopes that it it might inspire or touch someone then i'm really grateful for the opportunity